Welcome uh, to the Got Him Cricket Podcast. This is episode three. As we like to say, this is not a true crime uh, podcast. My name is Bill. My name is Dana. And my name is Stephen. Well, we have lots to get through uh, today on our uh, third uh, episode. As we mentioned in our last podcast, uh, we, uh, we went down to the Boxing Day test. Uh, we went, we saw, and uh, we certainly uh, loved it. And just over the first two days that we were there, we did record a couple of short um, uh, grabs that we'd like to uh, play to you. So let's have a listen regarding just our first initial reactions to finally arriving uh, at the ground. Welcome to the Got In Cricket podcast from the Melbourne Cricket Ground. I'm here with my brother, Dan, hello, and my father, Stephen. And uh, we're just uh, wanting to get our initial reactions to how we feel about being here. Uh, Dana, you want to start us off? Well, um, it's, it's definitely a intimidating ground almost, in a fact. It's, it's incredible to be here. It's like a cold scene, really. Certainly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Dan? It's very large, isn't it? <laughs> I, I'm 65 years old. It's my first time ever to a Boxing Day test, so the excitement is at a very, very high level. Yeah, it is very exciting, and it's a special day too. We're going to have a Dean Jones tribute a little bit later on in the day. Obviously, the master batsman passed away earlier this year, and uh, we're uh, going to have a very exciting day. So, so uh, how good? Uh, how good was it? Um, just thinking about our initial first reactions. Is there any more you'd like to add to how you sort of felt on the day? I think all of us were. Uh, sort of in awe of, of how big it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Was there anything that sort of, um, I suppose, really stuck out to you? Uh, well, well, I've been to two test venues, the MCG and the, the SCG, and I noticed when you go to the SCG, wherever you sit, you can sort of see the city in the background of the ground across from you, but with Melbourne, you just see a wall yeah. It's like a Coliseum. You just, <laughs> all you see is just spectators and yeah. seats just everywhere you look. Yeah, amazing. I was um, surprised at the, the, the quality of the um, the viewing yeah. as far as um, uh, being able to see the cricket. Uh, we weren't um, probably in the in the best seats in the house, really, but, but they were excellent. It was, it's a very good seeing ground for for spectators i thought yeah i I agree yeah what an experience now how did we feel we finally got there we found our seats we'll have a listen to this next little uh section on on how we felt once we finally got to our seats all right lads uh now we're uh, in our seats we're in bay 12 basically what would we say uh cow cornerish would you agree Pristine ground, oh, absolutely it's amazing. It's beautiful. And uh, it is like that Coliseum, isn't it? It's yeah. Just, uh, fully wrapped around. We love. Uh, You're waiting to see a couple of gladiators come out. <laughs> we we love the SCG, of course. But what are our thoughts on the viewing aspect here? I'd have to say it's a better viewing ground. Oh, it's a better viewing ground. No doubt about it. I love the SCG. This is next level. This is next level. What an, what an occasion. And uh, what are our thoughts on the day? So, lads, uh, how do we think uh, the Indians are going to go? They've, they've uh, made a couple of big changes. 
force change, really? Um, thoughts? Well, I think they needed to make even the unforced changes. Privacy Shaw's technique was not good enough to, to play in the series, I don't think personally and they need they needed that extra batting depth with, with Pan coming in as opposed to playing Zaha as good as Bobsman as he is he's not got the the ability with the bat I don't think that Pan does so good change I'd say yeah and, and needed really I mean Polly's gone home yeah. things needed to happen their batting is their problem in my opinion um there's not enough consistent batting in their side. And now you've taken Coley out, they had to somehow try to bolster their their batting ability with the inclusion of, um, uh, you know, the keeper, Pan. They had to um, to do that because um, their problem is, is, is the Australian bowling attack, which was shown up very, very, very well in that last test. Uh, their batting is their, their, their problem. Their bowling, even without Shannon, I feel it still could be good enough, but uh, their batting is their problem, in my opinion. Agreed. So, uh, special uh, special day here. Uh, it's things, exciting. It is exciting. Things are starting to heat up a little bit here. Things are starting to move. The players are out for training. Um, Various media organisations are starting to, their, to do their crosses, etc., get things ready. If you look over pretty much opposite us, you can see the, uh, the Dean Jones tribute yeah. in the, uh, sit on the seats over there. It's a nice touch. Yeah, it is a nice touch. Yeah. Uh, we love the MCG, as we heard in a, 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 another podcast that we loved the Howie Games and uh, how much he loved the MCG. So he knew every grade of grass here and sad day for Australia cricket. Uh, so uh, as we said, this is uh, the God in Cricket podcast. It's not a true crime podcast coming live, uh, in a sense, from the MCG. You see the anticipation, I think, on the people's faces. They're, uh, they can't wait for the start. Well, I know I can't wait. <laughs> Very exciting times. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back with some more in a moment. Well, uh, lads, how did it all turn out, uh, this uh, test match? Maybe, Dane, and could you give us a, a little bit of a rundown, a bit of a recap, I suppose, on um, on what happened? Uh, yeah. The Australia was outclassed. Maybe the bowling, I wouldn't say it was outclassed, but the batting and the fielding, surprisingly, was definitely outclassed. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, very agreed. Uh, Dad, did, any thoughts on on the game itself? This, well, what Dayton said there is pretty well sums it up, really. Uh, I thought Australia's bowlers were... I thought they were excellent, actually. Uh, but the um, the batting and the fielding just didn't, um, didn't back that up at all. Um, and if the fielding even would have backed it up, it would have been a closer game. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but um, I just wanted to see, speak about my personal views or personal feelings uh, being at the ground. It just um, made me think back in time 
a lot. Mm -hmm. It was a nostalgic thing to actually be at a ground that I've been watching cricket for, cricket at at on the TV for the last close to 60 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the times that I used to watch with my father, of course, who is now dead. And um, then to actually be there, Mm. not watching it on TV, but actually being there was a, an incredible thing mm. and um, it, it, it was exciting because um, to actually see play there because I can remember that uh, years ago when we watched it on TV and the game had, was just about to start and you got up so very excited mm. as a young bloke Yeah, and the odd times when the the covers were on, yeah, and it was raining. I, mm. I just, is a thing that will remain in my mind yeah. forever. Yeah. The feeling, you almost sunk to the ground yeah. Yeah, yeah. in disappointment. Oh no, it's raining! Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was the end of the world. Definitely. And um, so all those sort of pent up emotions to be actually there live at the game for the first time yeah. in my life was pretty special. Yeah, uh, agreed, and. Uh, um, and this is why we've uh, got you back. You're not really a guest host anymore, is he? He's sort of got himself in the podcast. He, 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 we can't get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. He loves it. Yeah. I think he loves the limelight. Oh, he loves yeah. I mean, he's blown up since his last appearance. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, what an experience. And even for us in our young lives ourselves, um, I think that's what, um, you know, we mentioned on those little grabs, how in awe of the place we were... It was quite amazing. Now, with the benefit of hindsight, we know what happened uh, uh, on that second day. We were all jazzed and we uh, recorded this uh, on the first, on the second morning. Uh, let's see how uh, how accurate we were. Uh, let's have a listen. Well, here we are, boys, uh, the second day of the Boxing Day test. Um, how are we feeling? What are we hoping to see today, uh, Danon? Uh, well, I'm hoping to see... As good a quality bowling as the start of India's innings yesterday. Some of the best class bowling I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, it uh, was quite uh, quite amazing. Um, if that can keep going, that would be yeah, uh, quite an amazing thing to see again. We were really treated not last night to to uh, a good uh, few overs of some quality fast bowling. Uh, Dad, what are you hoping to see today? I think this is the uh, most, probably the most important day of the Test match. India bat all day and only lose two or three wickets. They're in a really good spot. But Australia still has the chance to come back. Uh, even if they pass our score, they've got about last on this. Uh, so I'm looking forward to some really good bowling and I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing uh, Lion bowl. Uh, I think the way Ashwin bowled yesterday, uh, he was certainly getting something out of the pitch. So I'm looking forward to seeing Lyon uh, certainly have a go at Pajara too. That should be very interesting. Yeah, agreed. And it'll be a very interesting day of cricket. Uh, overcast conditions, a little bit of rain um, around as well. So it'll be interesting for us to sit here and see what happens. Uh, might be a bit of swing early with these conditions. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing what, uh, what transpires. Well, we weren't accurate at all. or <laughs> From what we were hoping to see, uh, certainly didn't, uh, didn't come about, uh, did it? 
but just thinking about um as dad said um, what an amazing experience it was the journey itself getting there we went out through 14 dubbo hours. 14 hours down and back um obviously we wanted to steer very clear of any covid uh, hot spots because of health of course but also uh, because we didn't want to give anybody any reason to deny us entry, um, which they didn't, which was good. And um, it, it was an amazing experience uh, to be there together, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, with some nice friends down there as well, which we uh, became acquainted with, uh, who, who we stayed with, uh, Joe and his family. That was lovely. Uh, Brycey uh, with us as well. It truly was a, an experience we'll never forget. Oh, no. You really? know, and uh, oh, no, no. Uh, what an occasion. The results didn't really matter. We, we, we no, just loved no. being there, you know. We, it was funny. It about that, you know. It was, we just loved the, the occasion. You I know? remember after the first day, you know, and Australia obviously didn't do very well, all yeah. out for 195. Mm. And I sort of said at the end of the day, I said, it doesn't matter. I said, it was a, a good first day of real test cricket yeah that's what yeah. it was about yeah it was a struggle yeah you know, and, and that's that epitomizes the game of test cricket yeah yeah i think it was a testament to what test cricket can really be yeah um, so let's just get into that a little bit now boys highlights lowlights from the test itself now um as we know if you're an indian fan they're very excited uh, they've leveled up the the series um we we enjoyed the spectacle of course Highlights from the game. Um, any any comments on what you about the play itself? We've obviously mentioned how we felt about being there. That was the, the main highlight. But uh, from play, any highlights? Um, I would like to say that the best passage of play I thought to watch was uh, the start of the. Indian first innings mm. and Australia's bowling was spot on playable almost. Yeah, it was spot on, wasn't it? Yeah. That was high class bowling. Yeah, Cummins should have had more wickets than he did. Yeah, well, that's where we may get into some of our lowlights in a moment. Mm. Uh, the backup that the bowlers were receiving from their fielders. Um, for me, uh, all, India's all round play I thought was fantastic. You know, mm. I thought it was interesting watching Boomer get into his work. I watched him and I thought, oh, What's the what's what's what is it about this guy? What's the hype? You know, like he, he almost skips in. It's like he's running in and he doesn't know what he's doing, but he just hits the deck so hard, mm-hmm. and he just puts it in the right spot, and he's consistent. Yeah. And then you look at his record, you get get it wide. But if you just saw him for the first time, you'd go, "What is going on? How is he playing?" Yeah. But he's fantastic. Uh, their batting, I thought, was fantastic. They're, but they're fielding. I thought, was I thought Ashwin, Ashwin's bowling was possibly the best bowling I've seen from him in Australia. Yeah. Mm. But Tim Payne's catch, I mean, that was, that was, oh, just that's a, that, that was, that was a great moment, actually. Yeah. Um, mm. It was such a exciting time and at a crucial time. And you thought, well, oh, here yeah, we I go. thought, yeah. yeah. Here we when go. that happened, I thought, here we go. Yeah, yeah. That was Pajara out. Here, here we go. Cam Green. Yeah. Cam Green. Nick, yeah, you know, obviously. Needs to perform. Yeah. But you can tell there's something there. Oh, he, he did. No one else made batting mm. look as good as he did in the second innings. No. Everyone fell, dropped like flies, yeah. and he, he stuck it in. Yeah. And batted for a long time. All right. Low lights. What do we think? I don't think there's too many from India's point of view, but no. from the Australian players... The fielding. Field fielding's the worst. Because <laughs> it's, it's so unlike Australia. Oh, that was unbelievable. Yeah, but also in the batting. Oh. 
too many people getting out in the 30s and 40s. I mean, it's almost like they forgot how to play test cricket. Mm -hmm. They think they're playing 2020 or something. Yeah. And, uh, and in a normal test match, you, you'll... If there's a bit in the pitch, you'll always get a couple of people that are that are going to fail. Mm. But in a in a in a, a good batting lineup, the guys that reach thirty mm. or forty or thirty five, whatever it may be, mm. they go on to if not score a hundred, they score eighty or ninety or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Australia keep on doing that in their batting. Yeah. People like Wade Head, um, Payne himself, for that matter, but a lot of them. Don't talk about pain. I know. Yeah, I know he's your favourite. But, um, you know, too, too often they're, they're, they're getting out. Yeah. yeah. To bad shots too. Yeah. That's, yeah. Especially head. Oh, that, yeah. that was, yeah. Comments on on uh, the elephant in the room, I suppose. Joe Burns, if we're talking <laughs> selections, it's the elephant in the room. Oh. What are our thoughts? Well, he's already gone. Mm. Dropped from the squad for the rest of the series. Yeah. And it was had to happen. His career was not going to be helped at all by them persevering. I think it would have just ruined his career. That, that's an interesting point. Do you think it was a disservice to him um, picking him in the first place? Yeah. Even for Adelaide? Yeah. We know he did, you know, we got that 50, etc. But under no pressure. Someone was going to do it. Was, yeah. Um, and he you, still looks shaky at the start of that innings. Do you think he just looks so out of form in this game oh. and in the first game, do you think it was actually a disservice to him? Yes. Um, picking him. He would have been better off playing Sheffield Shield and, and trying to score some runs in Sheffield Shield. Yeah, yeah. One help. One. It, it's a bit difficult this time of year, of course, but yes. Yeah, even yeah, but going but even going back to district cricket and trying well, whatever. to score some runs, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think they missed a trick there, personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, could I make a point about no, uh, Burns, yeah. though? Yeah, please. I felt a bit sorry for him because he got a lot of flack and and some quite harsh criticism when he reviewed yeah. Yeah. that decision of being caught. Now, OK, people, people say, made comments like... Joe Burns is so way out of form, he doesn't even know when he's hit the ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, but it did occur to me that, that we're talking about professional... Yeah, put yourself in his shoes. ...cricket here. <laughs> this bloke, he's, I, I assume, I don't know his personal life, but I assume he's got a family or yeah. wife and family more than likely. He's he's playing for, yeah. for his career here. Yeah, exactly. And, and I guess he's thinking... The amount of money that's involved, yeah. you know, he's, he's going to lose a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so you got to give him slack. Cut him a little mm. bit of slack. I agree. You know, mm. he, he was desperate. You never know. Who knows? You know, yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think people have been a little bit, little yeah. bit hard mm. on him there. Yeah. I don't know. But that's just my opinion. Thoughts, Dan? I I think it's if if he's felt a nick. And he knows deep down that he's out. I, I just don't feel like he should be cut too much slack. It yeah. is a team mm. game first. Yeah. My, before everything. True. It's supposed to be. True. Anyway. True. My thoughts to that, though, is how sure was he? 
If That's to me, if he's if it's fifty fifty, I'm going for it. Yeah. In his position. Yeah. If he doesn't feel that, I'm not sure if I've got a nick. If he honestly feels that way, mm. then you go for it. In his position, in his situation. I feel like most <laughs> most nicks that you make, you know you've nicked it, though. Tell you who didn't know he nicked it was Tim Payne. <laughs> so, Is that uh, because he didn't nick it? Because he didn't nick it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Well, that was an interesting one. Some interesting DRS calls there. But, yeah, just to finish yeah, with... Yeah, those, those, those decisions can... Oh, yeah. They can, Huge. they can make a big difference to the game. Yeah, I agree. And I just want to say about that, it shows that Hotspot's just a gimmick. It means nothing. Well, you know, I found out not every broadcaster, not every no, uh, test match I've noticed a lot of the international test matches. No, they don't use it. Yes. They don't use it. Yeah, it's, I've it's heard a, that. It's a gimmick that the, whatever broadcasts will have it, but other broadcasters don't have it. So why are some third umpires relying on it, or at least using it, but others aren't? Oh, well, it seems that's, a bit nonsensical to me. That seems a bit strange. And as the uh, quintessential armchair experts that we are, I think <laughs> we can agree that uh, that doesn't sound right. Mm. Um, you, you seem to be... You, you, everybody's using two, but then for some games they're using three a means of uh, checking. So I, I mean, the... Anyways. the, the, the um what do they call it? Stick on the... Snicko. Snicko. Let's go, Snicko. Yeah, yeah Snicko. Um, my question would be, and, and I'm sure other people know more than me about this, but what noises can that pick up? Yeah, apparently, it. from what well, I... They reckon it's a sharp. Yeah, yeah, apparently it, it makes a specific movement on wood, you know, or, or a sharper movement for, for wood, but I, how does that work? I don't know. Well, I'm just I'm just interested to, yeah. to know. Uh, it's been said that sometimes you could you could scratch your yeah scratch with, your boot, with, and he was boot moving with a spike with your spike. Yeah. Um, and I suppose people the uh, Indian keeper may have had a little device in his pocket. Maybe just click. Maybe <laughs> no, maybe. I'm only <laughs> But maybe um, people with bigger pay packets are the ones figuring that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just to finish then with Joe Burns. Uh, Thoughts future? Will he play again for Australia? He's not young. He's thirty-one. It's 32. a long road back. Yeah, no. It's a long road back. It's a it's a sad thing when you see that someone who's worked so hard yeah. made it to that stage. I mean, he's he's an elite cricketer to make it to the Australian cricket team. Well, I mean, he has scored four test yeah, centuries. But then to see yeah. uh, it just uh, not just not work out, but it no, really clearly. he's really struggled. You know. So. Um, Let's talk selections then. Um, what are our thoughts leading into the New Year's test um, announced in, in the last 48 hours or so that the uh, uh, game will be played in Sydney? Um, what are our thoughts on selections? Well, if Warner's fit, it's just a straight swap Burns for Warner. Mm-hmm. If Pekofsky if is fit... I think he debuts. Yep. Put Wade back down the order. Or keep Wade opening and play Pekofsky down the order. And then drop head. Yeah, okay. Because there's been a lot of talk about keeping Wade up the top and playing Pekofsky down a little Mm. bit down the order. Put put a little bit of pressure off him Mm. if he does debut. Have they replaced Burns? In the squad with someone in the squad, or they just brought Warner into the squad? Brought Warner Pekofsky back into the fold and Abbott. As well. Surely, okay, that's good. He's recovered from his calf strain. Good scoop, Dane. Good scoop. Um, so, 
They've brought in Pekoski. Would that indicate then that they feel he's fit? Well, it must. Yeah. You'd have to think so. You'd have to think so. So you would think then that Head's in a bit of trouble? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Um, justifiably? Yeah. Because yeah. not just yeah. him yeah. getting out for low scores, getting starts, but it's the way he's got it the out. Way he's getting Especially out. even even if he's a set batsman, the way he still gets out mm. is... But of course, the funny thing is, Wade tends to do the same thing, though. Yeah. Mm. He gets his 30 or 40 and then gets himself out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so. I, but I personally prefer the manner in which he gets his runs. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a positive player. He's a positive player. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure JL will probably call us after he's heard the podcast. Oh, he will. He'll ask our opinions. Well, and understandably. What... Then let's let's go for it. Um, you know, obviously our bowlers pick themselves. We're, yeah, we're okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, so if Warner is fit, obviously. Yep. Um, if Pekoski is fit, what do we do? I pick him personally. He, he opens. He okay. opens. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's an opener. He's That's an what opener. he is. He's yeah. Well, is he? Well, well I, as far is, as I know, you can tell me. Is, did, well, I, I might this be wrong. Is his first. This is his first Sheffield Shield season opening. Is it? Yeah. He wasn't he was a number three before this. Okay. Or number four, I think, sometimes. Alright. So well, that he was the last always... last season, was it? No, this season. Well, oh, this season. The, the two double centuries. This is the first season he's opened. Oh. I'm pretty, pretty He scored sure. those double centuries from opening yes. that in the year. But it All just right. shows okay. that he doesn't have fair to enough. Open. Fair enough, yeah, that's a good But good I don't call. think personally he's a six or seven. No. He doesn't no. have that. Um, personally, that that technique or the demeanour, I suppose, to be batting down there where you may need someone to come in and score, and, and score a bit quicker. Well, that's where Wade is probably better suited yeah. to that. So we're thinking Warner, Pekoski, Labashane, yep. Smith, although, yep. I mean, their, their places have certainly got to come under scrutiny soon. These, these I'll be a little while before their place is coming. Uh, and then we're going Cam. Cam five, you think? I'd I'd personally put Cam at five way at six. Yep. And then and then the main man, T Pain. And then the, the bowls. And then the bowls. But, well, it'll be interesting to see um yeah, what happens from here, uh, won't it? So yeah, so that's basically our uh test match wrap, our uh a bit of a preview of what we feel the uh, the side may be, um, um, and um, come the, the New Year's test starting on the seventh. Um, so have a listen to those uh, those grabs that we got from Melbourne. Apologies for the the sound quality, but uh, we were recording from uh, from the uh, the actual ground. So this is the Got Him Cricket podcast, not a true crime podcast at all. Here we are talking about this game uh, that we do love and that we find so interesting. Let's just move uh, on to the Big Bash. Uh, we've had a lot of a lot of games. It's hard to keep up, isn't it, <laughs> with the amount of games it is, but it's uh, very entertaining and, and uh, we enjoy it. There's also been two other test matches. I know. Did you see that today? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I was impressed with uh, the Pakistan uh, team. Uh, yep. Yeah, what a, what a display. Yep. Um, but uh, New Zealand bowled well. They did. Yeah. Um, I was watching that, but then I... I... Had to do something else. What actually, do you know what ended up happening? 
Yeah, New Zealand one. Yeah. Oh, they did seven, New Zealand. Seven overs. Something just like there. that. Seven yeah. overs. Oh, that's so a good one. Yeah. When I left, I saw there was eight overs remaining in the day, and they were yeah. nine down. I was. That's a good test match, yeah. isn't it? Pakistan that's was a going good well. test match. Oh yeah, I was watching the captain. The guy on hundred. Yeah, he was on hundred. Well, the captain got yeah. sixty, yeah. I think, or something. Yeah. I like I like Rahman Ahmed Rizwan. They were both going. Mm, here we go. Yeah. You, you, mm. It was actually the stage where you thought I, I thought oh, they could win this, and then as so often happens on the fifth day. One wicket falls and then, and then, and they then all the, the dominoes. But they did make it, you know, seven, eight overs to go. Yeah. Um, what about uh, our bouncing man? Neil. Uh, Neil. He's tough. Uh, two broken toes, is it? Yeah. And uh, bowled through. He picked up two crucial wickets. Yeah, good balls too. Uh, yeah, quality. Um, yeah, quite a, quite a, quite a mm. cricketer. I, I do want to say Mohamed Rizwan is one of my favourite cricketers mm-hmm. from the subcontinent because yeah. he's got... He's got fight. I like his batting. I think he's a quality batsman. Yeah. And he's a quality, quality keeper. I think yep. he's one of the better keepers going around. Mm, mm. And to, he's. Only, I think he's only played about nine test matches. Yeah. And he's been given the captaincy for this for this test match. Yeah. And I think that's yeah good shows good, a real player. good character. Yeah. Agreed. So he looked good. Yeah. So this is a good thing about podcasts. We can go all over the shop. Let's get back to the the big bash. Um, what have we seen um, as of this recording? The Sixers are on top uh, with the Thunder. Um, they're on the same amount of points, but the Sixers have a better run rate. What about this? So the Scorchers mm. have not uh, won a game. How crazy is that? Yeah. Here they are, the benchmark for quite a few years, and we everybody says at the start of the season, well, it's got to be the Scorchers, it's got to be up there. Have won a game? It's not on paper. The side's pretty stacked. Yeah. The three internationals, what? Colin Munro, mm, yeah. Jason Roy, yeah. and Liam Livingston. He was hitting them around the other day, didn't he? But, uh, Mitchell yeah. Marsh in that batting line up to Ashton Turner. Should be better. Agar. Ashton Agar, yeah. yeah. So, w- what are our thoughts so far? Highlights? Um, I'll start us off. Jason Holder, 16 off the final over to take it out. That was amazing. Uh, one ball to spare. Was, uh, that was a good game. Yeah, that was a... That was a, that one, and he's off, isn't he? He's yeah, three games, but not a bad way to finish off. Uh, but he was—it just shows what 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 a good player can do because he looked very scratchy at the yeah. start of his innings. I'm, yeah. I, I was looking at him thinking, "This guy's not going to last." No, yeah. He looked looked pretty ordinary, but then he got onto it and bang! Amazing. It's a long ball. You don't, yeah. Now, um, what about uh, any other highlights that we can think of? Um, so far from the BPL. Well, well we uh, we haven't touched on the game a few ga- days ago. Sixers versus the Stars. Now that was a true nail biter. Mm. First of all, Nicholas Puran, welcome to the Big Bash. Fifty off what was it, sixteen balls? Mm-hmm. Ended off sixty-five off twenty-five or something, something along those lines. The Big Show seventy off. 70-odd off 40. Got him to an imposing total of 195, I think it was. And then Daniel Hughes yeah, yeah. came in. Yeah, amazing. He's, he seems to be a player that's improving and improving quite steadily, that uh, Daniel Hughes. Yeah. Uh, he, he's yeah. scoring some good runs. No, he's going well. Um, the Stars the other night, though? One for 
Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> that's, that's all right. Excuse my ignorance, but who does Philippi play for? Sixes. Sixes. Yeah. That's the sixes. So there's your, there's your, yeah, maybe yeah. your next, your next Test wicket keeper. Yeah. Oh, I personally really like Philippi. Yeah. But there is also, a few runs. I don't there's know what his also the. I think I don't. He hasn't played Shield cricket this season. I think it was Josh. Josh Inglis was playing for WA, and he made a lot of runs. Sorry, that was a thunder, by the way. Thunder two hundred nineteen, seven for two hundred nineteen. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That, what an amazing total. Yeah, it's, mm. it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, imagine just heading out there. Okay, we've got to go at what an over. You know, from the get go. Uh, well, you, you 11, 11 and over, and over. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Uh, and the ball's swinging and all, doing yeah. cutting off, you know, the movement off the pitch, and yeah. you can start going to 11 and over. That's amazing. So there's been some exciting cricket. Oh, Fielding, yeah. Fielding's always been amazing. Um, oh, yeah. It is hard, as I said, to keep up with um, so many games on, but it's nice to pick a few, pick a cho- and choose a couple of nice uh, highlights. What about some lowlights uh, regarding the Big Bash? I mean, for me, the Renegades, uh, the Stars, they just don't seem to be sort of finding it at the moment. Um, you know, especially the Renegades. I guess it's like all... I mean, any, any form of cricket, you can have slow, you know, real easy wins. But it seems with the 2020 that there's a, quite a few games that are do lack a bit of interest in a fairly short period of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, team bats first and they're all out for 100 or 90 or something or whatever. You know, unless unless you can see that somehow the pitch is doing something ridiculous, yeah. you, you know, you know, the game's over. So and Ren- that has happened a bit, but I guess it's like yeah. other cricket too, I suppose. The Renegades lost their first four games on mm. the trot. Uh, they're the champions, so... Uh, well, from the season before last. Yeah, but the, what uh, I'm saying is, like, <laughs> it's amazing. But I suppose it's 2020. Like, how can you... Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's difficult to maintain the rage, I suppose. But it's not long ago, and they're the champs, and now it's you know four on the four on the trot, and then they've won their last one. But I suppose the Scorchers are the same. They won a few few titles, and now here they are in this. But in that situation. short format, uh, I think a bit of good fortune comes and can mean a big deal. Yeah. Guy yeah. comes in, he hits a ball. Yeah, Maxwell comes in and he's on eight and he hits a ball mm-hmm. straight to a guy and he misses the catch. Yeah. You know, that that, that that can mean so much in a 2020 game. It means it in any cricket, uh, but at least in, in longer formats, you have more time to get that back. Yeah. yeah. To get that missed chance or that, that bad thing that's happened to you, missed run out, whatever it may be, you've got time to get it back. Mm. 2020, mm. Mm, not as much. Not as much, yeah. Agreed. So, we'll see how we go. We've got another game tonight, which we're looking forward to. Who's on tonight, Dane? Oh, good question. I'm not actually 100% sure. Well, while you find that information... Oh, uh, it's uh, Hobart, oh, the Hurricanes heat. and someone else. Mm, Brisbane Heat. So oh, the Canes and the Heat. Both, yeah, well, the Canes are going quite well. Um, Brisbane's pretty ordinary. Yeah, Brisbane's not so much, but the Canes are sitting in sort of tied for third, you could say, um, um, or actually tied for second, really, um, when you look at everything that's going mm. on with run rates, etc. So, yeah, um, exciting, the Canes, as we've spoken about them before, their bowling attack. Oh, I like good. their young bowlers. They yeah, 
they look like they could be the future yeah. of um, Australian cricket. Australian yeah. cricket. Dan Christian, though, uh, obviously uh, uh, going going very well. He's playing some good mm. cricket as well. So, um, yeah, exciting uh, times um, with the, the Big Bash. We're looking forward to our game tonight. Now, just uh, finishing off with some trivia, here's something for you. Uh, we all remember Mark Taylor's famous 334 yes. against who? Was it Pakistan? It was Pakistan. Pakistan. What year? Oh, no. This is not even the, this isn't the trivia part, actually. <laughs> so I'm going to say 97. 99. 99. Oh, so it was right at the end right of the Right at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, okay. yeah. So as we know, he declared yes. um, overnight. overnight. Yeah. What was uh, the score that he was on? 334 not yet. Okay, why was that significant? Donald Bradman's, Donald Bradman's score. Yeah. Now, Mark Taylor claims that it wasn't really about that. Yeah. It's a bit of an urban myth that... Uh, right, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, I uh, think I have heard that, actually. You know, um, it did dawn on him later, it seems, but uh, it wasn't really a... Uh, it wasn't a main consideration for him. But anyways, that's not even part of it. So he batted for uh, 720 minutes. In total. Now, the main question is from this, so, who also remained not out with him when he declared the innings closed at 599? That is, do you know, Papa? Do you want me to, um, to answer? I don't. You're the stats man, don't you? Know? I don't think I know. It was Ricky Ponting. It was Ricky Ponting. Well done. 70 or 80-odd? Well, here we go. So, he batted for 720 minutes in total. He batted with Michael Slater, Justin Langer, Mark and Steve Waugh, before finishing the innings with the future captain, Ricky Ponning. Langer made 116, mm-hmm. whilst Ponning remained unbeaten on 76. Oh, I was about to say 76. After batting with uh, Taylor for nearly three hours before the innings was closed. Taylor was named man of the match after following up his 334 with a solid 92 in the second innings. Gee, that's a good game, isn't it? And goodness, does this surprise you that the match ended in a draw? No, that doesn't surprise me. All right, Dane, have you got any, uh, what have you got for us? Any nice uh, stats or trivia, something of interest? Well, Uh, what would you like to share with us, buddy? I could find some, uh, some stats. Here's one. Most sixes in international cricket. Most sixes in international cricket. Uh, Christian Gale, Universe Boss. It is indeed Christian Gale. Universe Boss. The Universe Boss. Can you get the, the top three? Oh. A.B. De Villiers? No. Oh. He's in the top ten, but he's... Um, Chris Gale. Chris Gale. Saywag? Nope, he's actually a fair way down. Well, he probably didn't play that much 2020 cricket. Probably didn't cricket. play. No, he, yeah. I don't even he, know if he played 2020 cricket. Yeah. He hit 16 T26s, so, so yeah, not a lot of international no, T20. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, top three. Um, it's going to be tough. The, yeah, the next I, two. I don't think I'm going to do very well here, Dane. This is your area of expertise. South African, no? No. Would you like to uh, give me a hint? We can't. Well, the podcast can't go forever. <laughs> the number two cricketer is a Pakistani batsman, Shahid Afridi. Shahid Afridi, oh, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he played for so long too. Yeah, yeah. Three hundred and fifty-one one-day international sixes, yeah. by the way. 
definitely. And then number three is an Indian batsman. An Indian batsman. Mm-hmm. Is of it recent times? Yes. Yeah. Very recent times? Yes. Not Sharma. Bro, it's Sharma. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to say Sharma. See, that's pretty I good was going for guys still Dhoni. Uh, oh, Mahindra Singh. He was number five. Was he? Mm. Oh, interesting, yeah. though. Thanks, mate. Okay, so uh, there it is, uh, friends. Uh, we move into the Sydney test. Um, we'll be back uh, before then to preview the game and what to expect. Uh, but we thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating on, um, on Apple Podcasts, which helps people to find the show a bit easier. We don't know how it works. We're not tech experts, but uh, apparently that, uh, that does help. But we uh, thank you, as always, for listening to the Got Him Cricket podcast. Uh, as always, uh, my name is Bill. My name is Danon. My name's Stephen. And uh, we'll see you next time for another episode of the Got Him Cricket podcast.